0: Previously on My Best Friend's Journal. Went to urgent care.
1: You love urgent care. Had fucking strep throat. Again. Every doctor you go to is homophobic because as soon as they find out you're gay and you're having a throat issue, he's like, it's it's all that dick you've been swallowing, you whore.
0: Basically, (laughs) I've been trying to fulfill a commitment to myself to branch out, like we've said, to the gay community around me and just make some more friends. And I decided to join a gay
1: man's chorus. There is a colloquialism about being gay as Christmas. The Brits say camp as Christmas. I mean, there's something very gay about the holiday in general. We'll just
0: keep singing the same three bars that Blanche is flat on, and I'm, like, squelting the highest notes I had. But I never really had to worry about it. I was like, I don't have to warm all the way up, because by the time we get to me singing those
1: notes, it's going to be a whole tone lower. <laughs> Shared basement couch with Buster and jerked each other off. Big dick. <laughs> 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 it's not cheating if you don't guess. Five years ago he got a book To hold my private thoughts And now we're gonna take a peek Grab a drink! Or smoke some pot Your private thoughts let aloud. How does that make you feel? I don't remember what I wrote This shit might get too real Nothing here is sacred I'm haunted by my past. It's called my best friend's journal. Let's start this damn podcast. Let's sing this name a little longer first. It's someone's favorite, favorite podcast. podcast. Yes, and the world's greatest podcast. Figurehead. Oprah's oh, favorite podcast.
0: Hola, Mikey. Hello, my multilingual friends. How are you?
1: <laughs> I'm good. How are you?
0: I am. Oh, peachy. I'm lying.
1: I'm, I'm really. I'm worked <laughs> up. <laughs> well, we may as well get right into it. What's going on?
0: Um. Well, I had an ENT appointment today, and honestly, ENT is um an Oral-rhinolaryngologist. Oh! Very hard to say. I practiced in the elevator.
1: Rhino-oral-laryngologist? Oral-rhinolaryngologist. Okay, what did your oral-rhinolaryngologist have to say to you?
0: Hey, you got it. You just decided to slur the end a little bit. So, well done. It took me a lot of practicing, but I guess you are a little better at these things than I. And by these things, I mean the (laughs) English language. Um, He was actually pretty helpful. He's the first doctor. I had been going to urgent care for my many cases of strep throughout. We've talked about on here before. Three instances of some kind of tonsillitis in one form or another in two months. Mm -hmm. Finally went to an ENT to get some comfort from him to tell me what's up. He was great. Actually, it was pretty helpful. My focus here is on the... Nurse, I guess. I don't know what her exact role was. She was doing, um, do we call it triage when she's like asking me questions about my drugs and all that kind of stuff?
1: No, that's uh, triage is when you, they're deciding how to treat you. So if you had gone into the emergency room and she was assessing your symptoms, then that mm-hmm. would be she would be a triage nurse. She's just probably your like, um, intake nurse,
0: yeah, her. Um, so there's just a couple a couple moments of interest um, I wanted to
1: point out about my interaction with her um, uh, there's slow steam seeping out of your ears
0: <laughs> it's just uh, just moments of interest I'm not angry I just think
1: they're interesting um, <laughs> yeah we all believe you
0: so first she's asking me about any medication I'm on and I was like I'm on Discovery for PrEP and I always say for PrEP because I feel like because there's always a follow up question if I don't say it because they need to know uh-huh. how to treat me um, and she goes very audibly oh
1: I was like excuse <sighs> me like Oh, dear. No, that would not have set well with me. <laughs>
0: do women on birth control get that reaction? Like, oh, you're on birth control. You're a whore. Is it like that uh-huh. do is this something they deal with? Because I've never had that kind of reaction before to Descovy. Because, you know, if someone knows what Descovy is, they know you're taking it for sexual protection um, so that it implies sex. And birth control doesn't imply sex in the same way because a lot of people take it for many different reasons. I'm wondering, uh-huh. I don't know, women listeners, please reach out if you get reactions like that when you mention um you're on birth control
1: i bet uh, there have been countless women that have gotten that reaction from old male doctors who have an opinion about these things but um, yeah i wonder if that happens very often in 2021 not a doctor Uh (laughs) (laughs)
0: that's not what he told me
1: (laughs) well you and plenty of others apparently oh Um, i uh (laughs) he resigned today he's on top of mind. um Who knows where she was coming from with that particular reaction with that, oh, maybe she was trying to sound supportive or I know what that is or trying to sound like woke or whatever it was. But either way, an audible reaction to a medicine that you are on is really inappropriate. That's like really bad bedside manner. If you had said I was on high blood pressure medicine and she she was like, ooh, like that would have been (laughs) awful. That's a bad – to That's a her, bad nursing job. To
0: help understand her better, I think we should know she's like, she was very chatty and friendly. And I think stuff was probably just kind of slipping out of her in a congenial way. Not in like, I, I think she probably in a Don't,
1: gross <laughs> congealed way. Don't say stuff slipping out of her. I said
0: <laughs> congenial. I said
1: stuff was slipping out of uh, her it just <laughs> sounded gross. like she was ne- leaving a snail trail on her exam chair
0: words uh, uh, expressions <laughs> were slipping out of her um <laughs> Slipping is part of the problem, huh? Anyway, she was being very friendly. She's being very chatty. So I think she just kind of felt comfortable and I I was reciprocating mm-hmm. the energy. So maybe she felt like that was okay. Anyway, wasn't okay, but I wasn't, I didn't like correct her. I wasn't really bothered in the moment. It just was another moment of interest. Um, yeah. Finally, we're talking about my tonsils and she was like, well, you're probably going to need a tonsillectomy, first of all. Uh, This is, I feel like this happens every time I see any medical professional, whoever is treating me first, always offers me their diagnosis. And then very often Uh the doctor comes in and is like, no, not at all. That's not what it is. Um... (laughs)
1: You should have thrown that back in the doctor's face. Well, your nurse already told me I needed to have these out. Unfortunately,
0: this time the the nurse wasn't like totally off. It might be an issue. We don't know yet. We're finding out. We're waiting on results. Anyway, I'm putting that in a deep pocket in my mind and not thinking about it until I have to. Um, Zip that pocket closed. So she tells me I'll probably need it. And after that, goes on to explain in gruesome detail how it is the most painful (laughs) surgery she can imagine. And she goes, she's like, first of all, Most surgeries, you get progressively better every day. Not with this one. This one, you are... Just as bad on day nine as you are on day one. Day 10, you'll start to feel a little bit better. Also, it feels like it never heals because the scabs have a hard time healing in that area of your mouth. It's just something about the throat that makes it difficult to, um, to oh, mend skin. No, no. I was like, okay. She keeps going. She goes, and also a lot of people just will not stop bleeding. If you find you're gagging on the blood, rush to the emergency room because that can be life-threatening and it actually happens pretty frequently. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, w- you,
1: what? Who trained you? (laughs) (laughs) Who trained her indeed? That is awful. I feel like there should be like a, I don't know, a comment card you could leave or something. So, she sounds like a hot fucking mess.
0: She I mean, she seemed like she had her shit together but just like I don't I don't know why she was saying the things she was saying. Doctor eventually comes in and gently brought up the fact that like maybe a tonsillectomy might be something we're going to consider after looking at lots of options. But when he said that I was like, "Well, I mean, I've already I've already considered it. I've talked about it. It's a hard pass if we can avoid it. I'm not looking forward to <laughs> gargling on my blood and rushing myself to the ER."
1: Um, I, I mean, maybe most people have an awful time with it. I got mine out when I was grown, when I was like 19 years old and it wasn't fun, but it certainly wasn't the worst thing in my entire fucking life. So that lady can fucking take a chill pill.
0: Oh God. Anyway, that was my day. Also, I went to work and that was fine. That was your day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, uh, my day was fine. It's been a productive week. My, kind of work my the way that our company works i guess um it's very much feast or famine as far as like feeling busy or feeling like everything's in a holding pattern mm-hmm. um, especially now with um you know all the ordering of things we do for clients like there's a ton of supply constraints and, and delays and so half the time we're just like waiting around for shit that's delayed to get delivered um this week has felt really busy and i've also felt really busy and productive at home oh, um, so i've had those days where i'm just like I don't know, like kind of firing on all cylinders. I'm just go, go, go until I hit a wall. Like last night, I hit a hard wall like 7 p.m. I had been rushing around the house just getting shit done all day long. Felt great. And I love those days. I'm sure I've talked about it on here before. But like when I feel like I've really earned like sitting on the couch mm-hmm. and watching an episode of something before I crash in bed at the end of the day, I just I, – I really, really – prefer so much to be busy and i've felt really busy the past few days You're so
0: speaking to my heart that is exactly like the one thing that definitely will put me in a good mood is if i feel like i've been super productive i got everything i needed to get done and i've like worked hard and now i've got relaxation time hundo p
1: yeah yeah exactly like the nothing tastes so sweet as like a little couch relaxation you know maybe like a little glass of wine a decent dinner and just a like fall lick. asleep by 10 yeah. o'clock a couch lick
0: You said nothing tastes so sweet as a couch situation, so I just pictured you (laughs) licking the couch.
1: (laughs) Thanks for that. Really appreciate it. You're very Um,
0: welcome for this comedy gold. uh Uh-huh. So it's been good. Yeah, it's a great week so far. Well, that sounds lovely. Um, By chance, did any of of this productivity lead to a gayest moment?
1: (gasps) It sure did. Gay, 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 gay. So this past Sunday, I auditioned for something. I went and sang in front of people and asked them to judge me for it. <laughs>
0: oh, I love that so much. I
1: mean, I don't know why. I'm, Please judge me. But yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> um, I auditioned for a choir here in Denver. Um, I have really been missing singing. And last week uh, over morning coffee one day, I got a real bee in my bonnet and decided that I wanted to <laughs> find a, a choral group to, to um audition for. When I lived in LA, I sang a few seasons with a um a big choral ensemble there and really enjoyed myself, but it was never quite the experience I wanted it to be. I I went in there with kind of two goals. I wanted to find a bit more of a community in Los Angeles and I also wanted to sing really good music. Um and the choir was good not great so it wasn't like at a really excellent level Mm -hmm. um and then i never really met my people there even though it was a really big ensemble it was mostly like older people that had like very established lives in in la so So you checked zero boxes yeah so i checked zero boxes but it was it was worth my time until it wasn't you know what i mean so it was like i could try that again um and so i kind of went down a rabbit hole and and watched a bunch of videos and listened to a bunch of audio clips until i found the one that i thought i would be proud to sing with that seemed big enough that i could probably make some friends
0: is it a gay choir
1: no it's not it's just a it's a mixed ensemble like satb um like 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 chamber choir Gay only gay choirs (laughs) dick sucking (laughs) (laughs) warm-ups see you and i approach choir very differently (laughs) And he wonders why he has throat problems. So I emailed this group as chance would have it. They have every single spot in the choir filled except for one spot for a tenor. And I was like, I would like to audition for that spot, please. And so they were like, great, can you come in in two days? We were going to be out of town the two days preceding it. So I was like, great. I have like a couple hours to pull together an audition. Um, moral of the story is I did I sang fine. I didn't blow anyone's socks off. I get very nervous auditioning. I really, really hate auditioning. Um, but I did it, and I was proud of myself for doing it. Um, it's kind of gay, even though no one in the room was gay except for me. There were like four people there uh, as like like the board of the choir and then an accompanist. Choral music feels gay. Just inherently, and yeah. That, there's something. I mean, an adult that likes to go sing it. I guess so. Yeah. I don't um, know why. Anyway, it was fun. It was, I, I guess, kind of a, a gay endeavor. I, you know, trying to fill my little artistic heart. Um, and it was a little artistic hold. worthwhile. I have no idea if i'm gonna get in uh multiple people auditioning for this one spot and there's you know it's just as good a chance that i don't get in as i do but um the point of it is i put myself out there felt pretty proud of that and uh if i don't get in i might audition for a different ensemble or i might just wait and try this one again because it seems like it would be a good fit if i could if i could make it
0: i'm so proud of you for putting yourself out there it is important to make ourselves um feel the good fear you know Mm sometimes there's there's fears we need to feel every now and then to remind ourselves of um i don't know that good kind of horror stricken adrenaline.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it is kind of horrific, but like, you know, afterwards it wasn't a bad experience. I didn't leave there feeling bad. Like I wish I had maybe sung a little bit better, but I knew I hadn't nah. embarrassed myself. Um, and, I don't know if you get this, but I am like historically a really, really nervous auditioner. I get like litany of physiological responses. Like I get really, really bad dry mouth. I can chug water and my mouth is dry as a bone. My right leg shakes like crazy. And I like, I, I can usually sing in tune, but I kind of lose like musicality, like breath support, like good vibrato phrasing, that kind of thing. It's like, mm-hmm. all I can do is like kind of get the notes out. Um, It's, it probably was better once upon a time when I was doing it more often, but now it's like, I knew I told Peter, I was like. The stakes are very low here. I decided on a whim to audition. If I don't get in, my my life will change not at all. I don't know that I desperately want to be a part of this group or anything. Like stakes truly couldn't be lower and I was still very nervous. I get I'm just a terribly nervous auditioner.
0: I don't really get that way anymore. The only time I feel like that is like maybe performing for talented peers or people that like mm. intimidate me. Um but auditions I don't know. I'm so like desensitized to just gone through so many people who don't give a fuck. I just have like that attitude of like they don't really care unless the only the only time they do care is if they really want me, if they need me, and I'm useful, then they'll care. So it's like either they're not paying attention, so it doesn't matter, or they're interested. So great.
1: Yeah, that is. Um... That makes a lot of sense. And I will add to that by saying that I am not a, a nervous performer almost ever, as long as I'm well rehearsed. If I feel prepared, I'm like, I love that nervous energy. Like, that is so fun. I, like, like, really ride that it's high. It's a good thing we, like, type up scripts for this. <laughs> uh-huh. Can you imagine how monotonous? Uh, I just, I think that my personality really responds well to, like, preparedness. I, There's something very vulnerable about the unknown of an audition room i don't know i hate it that is one of the reasons i didn't go to more auditions when i thought i wanted to sing for a living at least you know in my early 20s i was like nope fuck this hate it it's a good sign to to, to not do that for a living <laughs> to not do that for a living yeah no shit um did you my friend do anything gay
0: um yeah short little gayest moment but i just tickled myself today <laughs> and that's my guess that that i was tickling myself <laughs> in public um <laughs> No, uh, so I was working at a different location today. I was like subbing in for someone else at a different office, and um, my computer is still attached to the music for my home office. And uh, I just I thought it was so funny. I'm sure no one else did, but I was literally chuckling to myself because I kept turning my home office's music to Christmas music.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You just started. <laughs>
0: I know i was like i'm gonna get fired over this so i'm laughing though so it's probably worth it um just like subtle christmas music and i just like would see how many songs it would take for it to change back
1: (laughs) mike that is hilarious how long did they let it go at one point they had a
0: full rudolph the red-nosed reindeer felice navidad and all i want for christmas (laughs)
1: oh my god mike that is hilarious and also like perhaps a fireball offense. i don't know (laughs) it's a fun loving group i don't think so
0: um i wasn't even intending christmas to start i was just looking for like 90s hip-hop or something like a little out of the ordinary Uh uh-huh and then i saw the christmas list and i was like there we go
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh shit you're a mess i love it so much was that it was such a subtle christmas in august
0: you know the expression gay as christmas is for a reason Uh uh-huh Anyway, that was all. Just a, a little itty bitty gay moment, but it made me chuckle. Um, Tickling
1: yourself at the office and milking yourself <laughs> in a grocery store.
0: You were the one milking yourself <laughs> in a grocery store, my friend. Do not get me involved in such atrocities. <laughs> Listen, you and I have a shared content rack for the first time in a while. Usually we have our own thing. Don't but I know we're it? We're all in this week. On White Lotus,
1: the White Lotus, even
0: the White Lotus. You know I have a problem. <laughs> the Walgreens, the Pentatonics. Uh
1: huh. <laughs> you hate those articles.
0: The White Lotus is one of the shows that I count on HBO for. It is the first thing in a while that I'm like, yes, I am so excited to watch a new episode. It is exactly mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. It hits me in the fields when I need to be in the fields, but then switches instantly to make me lose my shit laughing jennifer coolidge is having a renaissance she is an all-star i guess she never really went away she's always been a star no. i'm just and so impressed
1: somehow she always innovates by still playing jennifer coolidge characters like how totally but it's a different how? character and it's like uh, the character she's playing a such depth it's truly amazing
0: and then she's got this uh, most of her uh, scenes are with natasha rothwell who we stan um she's uh-huh. the you like her from insecure, insecure and i like yeah. the commentary on 12 dates of christmas
1: oh yeah 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 <laughs> it's a great cast i mean connie Britton, that guy from that thing you do that guy from the office that girl Uh from handmaid's tale (laughs) i don't know any of their names but that's like kind of perfect just like not defined Uh enough so we can buy them in this current character yeah um Connie Britton staring at a dick and balls up close within the first half an hour of the first episode is one of the things that uh, that really shocked me and reminded me that we were in an HBO vehicle.
0: Totally, I was. I same. I was like, "Dick, oh, HBO, they do that. They yep. love to show yeah, a yeah. dick."
1: There's more of that in the episode that you haven't watched that I have, but uh, cannot wait to to debrief on that. But yes, it is. It's excellent. It is. Uh, incredible performances by women. It is, there's social commentary. It's like a dramedy. There's some hilarious shit. There's really difficult characters. Molly Shannon shows up in episode four. Oh. I mean, it is just great. Oh, the guy from Looking. <laughs> Don't know any of oh, Yeah
0: too much anyway this is uh, i i just want to put the full force of my recommendation behind this because mm-hmm. so often i'm like maybe try something and i'll let you know if i retract it i'm not retracting this one it's a good one.
1: oh yeah no it's great
0: shout out quickly to janine she is the first person to directly recommend it to me i had heard it on a bunch of podcasts but janine was like you have to watch the white lotus um so thanks she was right oh and throwing it back
1: a few episodes finally watched that Bo burnham special like you told me loved it if you mm-hmm. haven't watched it watch mm-hmm. it old recommendation thanks again to janine mm-hmm. goodbye <laughs> journal journal It's February 9th, 2017. Where are we, Mikey? You're in Denver and I'm in Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, you love your little joke.
0: Again, I say comedy gold. Um, <laughs> we are just beginning performances for the Dogs to Pay. We're having some trouble mm-hmm. uh, dealing with uh, Blanche in public and in private and at most times mm-hmm. of the day. Um, and I think Buster and I just uh, gave each other
1: dry hand jobs. <laughs> Bustin' with Buster. All right. February 9th. What the fuck does this say? I'm going to say Benilda St. Margaret's. This is (laughs) a very illegible. I
0: don't have a better guess for him, so Benilda it is. I don't know what the fuck that says.
1: Definitely definitely something St. Margaret's. Uh, St. Louis Park, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Nice kids at a rich school. So you're performing for high schoolers again. Their excitement to sing inspired me to try to have more fun. Cracked an opener, but fine show um that's kind
0: of sweet that i was like i mean i've been really bitching about this maybe honestly the joy is that i'm just out of wisconsin for the day i'm in minnesota so fine
1: <laughs> Minnesota's pretty nice i'm going there next week oh fine. um also, actually i'm going there tomorrow Ay. yeah yeah also the time that flies cracking a bit i think i really didn't give two fucks in
0: this i was like that is the least of our worries fantastic here's a crack <laughs>
1: So it's like maybe Blanche actually kept you in tune for one show, so you had to sing actual high yeah, notes. I was like,
0: "Oh my god, look at that!
1: <laughs> this is too high for me. <laughs> I haven't hit these notes in weeks." <laughs> um February tenth, Appleton, Wisconsin. Nice teachers and a fine show. Had a gay boy fan.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, it was like I forgot about like a little gay high school kids, you know. Like there's a, <laughs> there's like the high school boy who doesn't know he's gay, but like has a crush on you. And there's like the yes. one who's gay and is like, Hey babes, you want to get out later? <gasps> oh my God. Have
1: you seen the Benny drama from yesterday? the White House intern video. Mm-mm. Hi, my name is Cooper and this is a day in my life as a White House intern. <laughs> He's actually with Jen Saki or whatever her name is, the press secretary. Jen Saki, yeah. Yeah, Saki. Hey, Jenny, I booked you
0: a nail appointment, love.
1: Yeah, I didn't tell you to do that. It's called initiative. <laughs> He's like a gay influencer, like a Gen Z like comedian. Oh, yeah, yeah, He's yeah. He's like, in the White House, has his nails done, wearing a skirt. He's, like, playing a White House intern, trying to talk about getting shots and arms. It is so outrageous. It's so, so funny. I love and that. Donald <laughs> Jr. retweeted about how how disgusting it was that he had to watch that. It was, I mean, he's getting some fucking, like, blowback from it, but it's pretty fucking funny. Not the blowback, but the video.
0: That's amazing. I freaking love Junsaki. I'm so glad she was in it. I have never seen a better, um, not Speaker of the House, Christ. I have never <laughs> seen... I've never seen a better
1: (laughs) press secretary, press secretary, press secretary. (laughs) You have to keep that. You have to keep it. It's too funny. Uh,
0: Christ. Obviously I'm a huge fucking fan. I mean the first month of his presidency, I was watching them live. I love Uh her. Um, Uh she's good. I watch her shoot fucking stupid questions down is so good. Just shoves information back in Uh people's face with a, with a tight ass smile. And I'm like, yeah, you go fuck yourself. Asshole from Fox news. (laughs)
1: oh see there there's that old mikey charm that little spark just came back into your eye anyway I, I like where we
0: are at in the journal it seems like i'm getting a positive attitude i think it's very sweet that i was inspired by kids and that kids are nice and things are fine so this is uh, good you think it'll last no no ride
1: no, no. that high through the rest of this tour great uh returning to the journal you said everyone thinks buster is the best because he is makes me feel bad mm. but i don't sound good um i mm. doubt that uh you said ski ball at bar Got Jimmy John's with Buster and told him about dad. Oh, you guys are bonding. Bonding over oh, homophobic bonding. conservative Republican <laughs> sandwiches. What? Jimmy John's? I said you're bonding over sandwiches, like as uh, you eat them.
0: Like during lunch. Got <laughs> yes, it. Got yes, yes. it. Got it. I was like, I didn't, we didn't really talk too much about the sandwiches, Cam. Um, <laughs> he uh he was a really good singer like very very talented and it was yeah i guess i uh, i'm always self-conscious obviously obvi um
1: on february 11th berlin wisconsin we're in berlin you <laughs> wrote uh, destitute town <laughs> could barely find <laughs> coffee at a rinky dink bake shop <laughs> <Ooh>. uh, <destitute. laughs> sorry oh, berliners no. um
0: <laughs> um I wonder if we have any listeners from Berlin. Wouldn't that be fun? Uh Um, And I do mean Berlin, Wisconsin. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I remember this. It was like, when you can't find, like, I'm not picky about, sometimes I just want a black coffee. I just need anything. And I, like, we could not find that. That is like the bare minimum. Everyone has coffee.
1: Yeah. Everywhere is coffee. Yeah. It was tough. (laughs) Well, you said they had a beautiful theater. Um, So you rushed to eat and perform (laughs) Zero time management High school barbershop quartet opened
0: Oh yeah, Uh, this is another thing about the owner He would be like, "All right, guys So uh, we're gonna be on stage by like 7.15 So we'll grab dinner at like 7.13 And we would (laughs) Swallow food whole And rush on I mean, we spent the first hour burping for sure
1: (laughs) How long was your show? Too long, man Too long Oh no, no, no Oh, I I just squirm thinking about you getting on stage, burping Jimmy Johns into a mic, just slogging through two hours of medleys. I would light the theater on fire if I were in the audience. No offense.
0: (laughs) Uh, None taken.
1: February 12th, day off, most of it wasted. Spent it dreading the next shows. My God, this is bleak. Ate at a brew house, watched La La Land with your cast.
0: And nothing worse than spending your whole day off worried about the days to come. How did you
1: feel about La La Land?
0: I could take it or leave it. I think I was like mildly entertained, but I don't think it was the phenomenon, phenomenon that we all thought Phenomena.
1: it was. Phenomena.
0: I will tell you, (laughs) I was just thrilled to see them actually not get the uh, Oscar Uh, (laughs) and for it to go to Moonlight. Actually, I was watching the Oscars because we had spent so much time working on getting through the movies, and La La Land wins, and everyone's like trying to go out to a bar, and I was like, oh, fine. It's fucking over. So I turned off the TV (laughs) when they said La La Land and did not watch The Acceptance, so it wasn't until much later. I was like, What?
1: (laughs) Oh, no, <laughs>
0: I was like, everyone was trying to get out and I was disappointed. Uh, so I didn't care to see the speeches. Uh, that's really um, funny. And then and then I missed I missed a big yeah. moment. in Oscar you sure history. Did. <laughs> uh,
1: Too bad those things don't live in infamy online. Um, February 13th, Valentine's Day Eve, a hallowed day. Um, I had personal really bad show. Uh, oh, my God. I don't know. This is at Chetek Wirehauser. Chetak. It's wow, probably the name it? of a Wisconsin town. Probably. Big crowd. Always embarrassed. Contra Tahoya? No. Isn't that New York?
0: I made that city up. It doesn't exist.
1: Oh. <laughs> Contra Hawk in New York exists? Contra Hawk in Pennsylvania. Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. Mm. No, you're right. You're right. Okay. Um. All right. So anyway, there was a big crowd. You said, always embarrassed and makes me want to stop singing. Oh, I sound awful and don't know why. Like permanently? I bet you don't. In the margins of this day, for the first time, you did write, I miss friends and home. So, starting to one out, maybe. Uh, How long was this tour? Do you know? Short. It's like two months. Oh, okay. Um, On the 14th of February, Valentine's Day, a romantic day of love and beauty. Happy Valentine's Uh, Day. uh, What did I get for Blanche? Well, uh, I can tell you what you got for Buster in just one second. Um, You you ate terrible pain. Hard. That's what I got. (laughs) <laughs> you ate terrible panda express then you were hungry moody and sad all day another embarrassing good. show at divestable fun uh mics were out lights were awful mm. so embarrassed to do this show Ooh, sounds good and then, remember that then you celebrated valentine's day
0: remember that inspiration earlier uh-huh. <laughs> i just need those kids like, to remind me what i'm doing it inspired for inspired <laughs>
1: to sing well <laughs> to, apparently you were on a dark stage with no mics so not a terribly inspiring situation. <laughs> Screaming
0: wrong notes against whatever the fuck Blanche's singing.
1: <laughs> well, the day did go up a little bit um, because you celebrated Valentine's Day with Buster. It's so romantic, hand jobs with Buster and showered together in the morning. <laughs> Are we showered together. Yeah, how intimate. I don't
0: even. Wow, I don't remember that. Yeah. Oh shit, hand jobs though, man. Let's uh, showering together. Let's uh let up the ante.
1: <laughs> I know. I mean the I don't know, second second hand job. We have to progress.
0: At least there's moisture this time. <laughs> I don't actually know if the last one was that dry. We just like set it and stuck with it.
1: Uh-huh. No kissing. Dry hand jobs. Don't look me in the eye. <laughs> one finger circular motion. <laughs> February fifteenth happier today day off all in caps big smiley face two exclamation points slept late facetimed making kick and called mom need to catch up with others too went to walmart fixed watch which others cam <laughs> fuck off didn't call me <laughs> did ya? uh you fixed your watch you got an ipad mini two case and ben and jerry's ice cream smiley face oh what a day. Got Buster and ate taco at Taco Fresco. Watched Heller High Water. Tried to get weed from the neighbors. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. Literally. Excuse me. Do you have any weed?
0: <laughs> we like smelled it and we were like, mm, uh, that sure smells nice. Uh, wow. I could do some weed uh, right now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just screaming it through the wall.
0: It was a mad hunt for weed. We eventually get it, but we tried hard, man. Nowadays, I would just bring a bag
1: full of gummies nowadays back in my day um on february 16th you're in chisholm minnesota wow just bouncing between minnesota and wisconsin huh ate mm-hmm. at an empty italian place with country music blanche is infuriating with her questions when ordering <laughs> it was tough we spent a long time
0: it was one of those moments when everyone else was looking at each other like do we interject and just order for her do we leave <laughs> she'll I don't, have I don't spaghetti
1: know shut up blanche February 17th, uh, great audience, Ah, formed a mosh pit. D- did I jump? <laughs> <laughs> they formed a mosh pit at an a cappella concert?
0: Oh, man. I, it's the highs and lows of this. I did can't. you guys do a disturbed medley? <laughs> we did, but usually the mosh pit did not form until the Bieber medley. Um, I don't understand. Yikes. Very,
1: um, very strange. Strange behavior. Yeah. Yeah, they were just huge a cappella fans. I don't know, man. Um, you said, got chocolate-covered pretzels from an Amish store. Then you sang in choir room slash theater after middle school kids' dance.
0: Hmm. Oh, right. We were like the entertainment for a middle school dance. Oh, no. You sang at the dance? At the dance. Imagine. Imagine. Sicily. 1922. <laughs> I did a Golden Girls reference. You did. I'm so um, proud. Thank you so much. Imagine the cafeteria tables all pushed up to the side. Again, the again. lingering smell of stale chicken nuggets.
1: Uh, uh-huh. Lots of sweaty kids wearing... Axe body spray.
0: Uh-huh. And like, I don't know, Accutane.
1: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Evocative.
0: We, I think we just did one song, but I do remember a lot of body rolls in that song. God, we love to body roll.
1: <laughs> She's flashing back. She's flashing
0: back. Come back, my... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. Anyway, yeah, we... I uh I'm, gonna say it was the highlight of my career but i'm also not gonna say it wasn't
1: <laughs> middle school dance yikes as they're all like looking at their phones and waiting for their parents to come pick them up yeah they're like that girl's really flat um february 18th <laughs> <laughs> most of the day in the car driving back to whitewater then probably a movie and smoking probably okay so we're just guessing now cool the days um, they all blend together February nineteenth, Buster slept over. Went on a hike in a state park Ooh. in the morning. Then Milwaukee. Does that mean anything? Do you think? No, I think I.
0: I mean, I was pretty explicit about the other things that happened. You were, so yeah, hand jobs just, and
1: hand jobs twice.
0: <laughs> um, in fact, the times he did sleep over, he we like. I don't remember sharing a bed. He would pull up a like couch cushions or something. Mm-hmm. He was. I mean, it's not odd. He was feeling very guilty. He's, yeah. He was very in love with his boyfriend. Um, and it was just you know. <laughs> Uh tearing him up a bit so he was trying to like he slept over to hang out with all of us and watch a movie but then he's like I'm not gonna yeah like he would fight it so some days we're showering together and doing dry hand jobs other days he's making himself a bed in another room
1: I have I just have this image of him on couch cushions just looking over at the bed and he, you've just hung your bare ass over the edge to try to tempt him the siren song of your hairy crack <laughs> <laughs>
0: The siren song of my hairy crack.
1: (laughs) So back to February 19th, after Buster slept over in a different bed or on couch cushions or something, you went on a hike in a state park the following morning, then Milwaukee, and you ate Thai food, smiley face. Then you met uh, members, former members of the Dog's Toupee that are in a different acapella band, apparently. Um, You played games and got weed! Exclamation point. Did they have weed? Yeah!
0: (laughs) <laughs> thank god for chris he was the hookup he was friends with one of these guys that was formerly in to dupe and they hooked us up. oh my up god go
1: chris yes thank you chris all right miss you um i really didn't write much about him i really ought to have you sure didn't <laughs> well his name does come up in this the final day of this week's journal it is february 20th 2017 probably a lazy day off went to walmart and taco fresco with chris and blanche and smoked weed congratulations Another Walmart and Taco Fresco run. What a what a life you're living. Going to Walmart, highlight of my week. I felt like fucking Weibo. Hi,
0: Walmart was like the best we could oh, do. Oh
1: dear, it's bleak, but you got through it. Um, all right, Mike. It is summer hours after all. That was more than a week. Um, so we're gonna wrap this up for the day. Did we hear from any listeners this week that we need to shout out?
0: Um well I've got one very special quick one for you because we are past our time limit and I refuse to pay you overtime. Um <laughs> so this add is it from, the back pay <laughs> This is from uh Joji. She's got a special request. She said, please post the pubic hair warm-up song on your Insta for a quick reference. <laughs> uh, I, I start singing <laughs> what a deep pu- cut. I start singing pubic hair sometimes and I need other people to know why.
1: <laughs> the pubic hair warm-up.
0: <laughs> I know, real real throwback. Um all right, folks, if you want to find more of us, you know where to do it at Podcast. Email us at gmail.com. Please leave a rating, review, and subscribe. Oh, yeah. I like it when you keep it quick, baby. Mm-hmm. That's what all my lovers say. <laughs> the less of you in me, the better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. On that note, that does it for this week. Until next time, Mikey, always remember, only Buster can resist the siren song of my hairy crack. Clapped uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> on the other side of my mic and everything like the magician I am. Fugition. <laughs> Fugition. <laughs> Uh, Dumbledore was a physician. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, I wish it... uh, It's like a it's, but no that's like more like physician than it is like magician, you know. If
0: you looked at it in writing, it would seem quite clear what it is. <laughs>